So I thought I just these are just again like like I said on the thing just some random things. Um, so I mean this Las Vegas the shooting in Las Vegas was fairly recent. That was between the last podcast and this podcast. So maybe we should just yeah. talk about that. Like about I mean I, I don't I don't know how how jacked up we are with the, all the arguments regarding gun control in yeah. in the states. I'm not. I don't know much about it. But yeah. Kevin, Kevin McCullum commented the other day that he what did he get? He got he got a an ice cream for for nine rand or something like that, and it's about the equivalent cost to buy a gun license in America. Hmm. What like, I don't think you need a license, sir. You don't need shit, sir. Well, you see again. I don't know. Caliber. Certain states you need something. Um, yeah, I don't Maybe know. That's why it's difficult to talk about that. Yeah. But, it, yeah, well, but yeah, look, it's, it's, look it's, we can we can say something. We, I mean, I'm sure we can issues. agree that there is a problem, right? Yeah, I mean, no one's saying there's no, there's no problem with guns in America. Of course, there's a fucking problem, right? No, there's quite a bit. But of how to fix Twitter. it? I don't know. And what's causing it? I don't know. Um, you know, specifically. But um, so, so the highest gun ownership rates. Someone put it on Twitter, and I don't know whether it's right, but America and Denmark. But the highest incidence of gun violence is America, with Denmark had two. Something along that line. Okay. So yeah. the rates don't relate mm. to the ownership of mm. guns. Don't relate to mm. the problem. Mm. The problem sits with some bigger issue, yeah. which is yeah, like a mental health issue, maybe. I don't uh, know. Mental health or some sort Numbers. of um, mm. fact that people in the states. Yeah, I mean, was that per capita? Is that like you know relative to population? Or, I, yeah, it, I can't remember what it was exactly, but it's a, it's a case of saying, well, hang on, there are a lot of people living in a city, but I think it actually comes down to. They they fear manga the mm. population because that's how they keep the voting population voting for them. And what is the major thing they, they fear manga on? Well, terrorism. Mm. So you've got to protect yourself. But how many terrorist attacks are in America? Mm. <laughs> Hardly anything. No, and not lot, uh, you know, there's there's a couple of more people killed by cows mm. or whatever it is. <coughs> so they don't they they have some sort of Paranoia going on, me. Yeah, exactly. There's, I mean, there's, I mean, it all comes down to the Second Amendment, right? So the the right to bear arms, and that, I mean, this is in the Constitution, which was written, you know, in 1776, and back then, like, things were different. You know, there back then there was a real possibility that the government would come looking for you, and you know, and uh, and do something to you that you don't want, uh, and you had to bear arms to protect yourself. You had to have these militias and stuff. Things are kind of different now. Um, and yeah, I don't know, uh, but this thing is, they, they have this paranoia that, uh, you know, big government is going to come after them and, and discriminate and, and um, steal their freedom and shit, and they need guns to defend are, themselves. Do you think they want, that's why they want to be armed? That's part of it. That's what they say. This is the thing. Um, to protect themselves against government. That, yeah, and protecting their families against criminals and stuff. But the, the, look, the second, they always go back to the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment was about preventing uh, tyranny. And the tyranny, and you see, it, it makes no sense. It doesn't apply anymore. You, exactly but, what you said. They, they still use it to yeah, they manipulate the population. What is the tyranny currently? Mm. The tyranny is terrorism, whatever. So it's not their own government. Their own government is saying they are the victims of, but they get the population behind them. And yeah, I don't look, I mean, also, again, like I'm very hesitant to speak about things I don't know shit about. But... Um, what I do struggle to, what I don't get, is that anyone could look at what's going on in the states with this stuff and say there is no problem. That is that can't yeah, be right. That cannot be right. People are being fucking killed. I mean, that cannot be right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. So there's got to be some there's some issue. Then, then you know that I know a few years ago, um, <coughs> early nineties, I think there was a big mass shooting in Oz, and I read something about that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and they just fucking banned all guns, and it worked, basically. But Australia is way different, pe- different kind of place, different culture, populations way smaller, um, much more regulated. Yeah, much, much more regulated. regulated. Like you've got to, you can't really just say yeah that could work. It wouldn't necessarily work. Um, yeah. Another thing I was I just found recently is that. Every month, 23 people are shot by toddlers in the United States. Yeah. Shot by toddlers. So like a little kid who digs in his granny's purse and there's a fucking gun in there and then, you know, that kind of thing. 23 per month. What the fuck? And how many, how many terrorist acts? So there's some fucking jokes waiting there. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, exactly. I mean, like, who are we? Who are the real danger people in society? Terrorists or toddlers? I mean, that's right. why you shouldn't have kids. Fucking dangerous. <laughs> But I mean, that's also, that comes down to gun safety issues. So, because one of the recent cases, um, this is what happened. Uh, or education. They should fucking teach the toddlers how to use guns. Those well, three-year-olds, eh? It's like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, because this granny had her gun in her handbag and the toddler was looking for candy in her handbag. So first of all, why is this granny letting that happen? And second of all, why isn't that gun on safety or unloaded? or you know? So that's a gun safety thing. But... And I don't know. Why she got fucking candy in her hand? Yeah. <laughs> sugar. Sugar. Two, how many people, people killed by toddlers? How many people How many people are sugar? Every, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That'll be an interesting stat. I bet a lot of people have choked mm-hmm. on bar one before. Mm-hmm. In desperation at the end of a race, needing sugar. And there's some interesting stats as well. It's actually, like, I'll, I'll send you, I've got a video I've got somewhere about. Um, the stats are weird as well, so like gun deaths in the United States. Uh, what, uh, what does a gun death mean? A gun death means suicide as well. It means accidents. It means all kinds of weird things. It means undetermined causes. And depending what side of the debate you're on, you like to quote certain things. You know, gun deaths are so many. No, hang on, but they're not so many because take out suicides, take out this, take out that. And so it's, it's, pretty, I'll find that video at some point. I'll show you guys. Really? Military stuff comes in. Does that any of that stuff count for law enforcement? Hmm. I don't. Yeah. Well, these are the questions. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, so we need a Jamie or an Ed. We need a Jamie. Someone yeah. to pull shit up there. <laughs> pull that shit up, Jamie. Yeah. Or if we had an internet line, yeah, we could do some research. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. In that room. Yeah. I am. Um, maybe we need to move across to my place for a while, or your place, or mm. something, and we've got. Open internet to yeah yeah I mean you can, you can do whatever yeah yeah I'm cool with that we'd have to figure out my house is also like a it's like a chamber oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I think sound quality is amazing mm. like all the internet all yeah yeah for now most of the time it's gonna be yeah can you talk and yeah, have to fact check every single thing if we collect about two million egg boxes fuck we could make the dream sound proof no, but hang on a sec isn't that egg boxes could work. It's a, it's a thing, I remember. Yeah, I mean, come, let's do it. Cheap, we're buying eggs anyway. It'll take um, a while to get it's Yeah, good. it's going to take a while, but um, we can collect them, we can ask our friends. We'll fucking sell or them to the... I'll say, say that's the cheapest thing. Just buy some second-hand shit, that all. Um, and then, yeah, yeah something that just came up randomly, which I've written down here, what we spoke to Peter about at Mugging Bean now, was uh, cheating in sports. Like, should we... I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like, should we just, like, say, fuck it... Do what you want. My, my opinion is yes. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. And the more difference it does make to the individual, 
the less time they lost at that performance level anyway. Mm. So whenever I was racing, you could pretty much see when the guy had taken a rubbish load of amphetamines and whatever else. So he was super. Mm. He was super out of nowhere. <coughs> but he was super gone. confident and he had goosebumps and it was 32 degrees. So, and it's just it's raising the rubbish out of everyone. Mm. And maybe you lost the end of the race. But typically you had to, um, the, the guys would last maybe a week at that level. And then they'd drop back down to where they were before. Yeah. So yeah. It, it didn't didn't really affect things and more than that it was just you went extra fast so you had a kilometer an hour two kilometer an hour average speed higher because someone was willing to take the racing to everyone else which actually was great fine proper racing to me but then again i only ever raced in south africa so mm. I think I it's like the main thing is the testing and keeping playing fields even mm. so if you say you can do whatever the fuck you want it's going to get crazy, right? Yeah, it's going to get crazy. People are going to get fucking awesome and exciting and that's cool and speeds go up and all that's exciting, but over the most money... Well, speeds go up because the guys have been taking these really strokes already and the speeds haven't ever gone down. But it's been, yeah. maybe it's been a little bit <coughs> more controlled. Slightly, than they yeah. They haven't gone so ballistic, no so, so blatant, yeah. We don't know that. No, we don't know that. Well, there, there is control, for sure. Like, so not doing whatever they want yeah. because there's some kind of ability of being yeah. So, so maybe if now that we sit with the Hemocrit level or Metacrit level of 49.9, maybe with no rules, they're sitting at like 60. a lot more than that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Indurain and um, Yanni Reese were, were known to be 60 percenters. Jesus Christ. Okay. Maybe with nothing at all, no consequences, no anything, those are sitting at the max that you can possibly get to before it becomes... Problem. <laughs> because it, there's no consequences if it's if it's, if it's uh, in line with the rules. Like we'll just go ballistic, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah, come, what you were but saying. Then also, like, yeah, money. you with the most money, and yeah. teams with the most money win everything, and it happens to a certain extent already. You can see mm-hmm. that with cycling and teams with the biggest yeah. budgets yeah. seem to dominate. No, because if you have money, you can have the research, you can have the the R and D, the everything, the better drugs. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you get your flesh in the pan guy arriving every now and then, like Peter Sagan. I believe is pretty clean. He's just mm. from phenom. He's amazing mm. with what he does. His bike skills. Well, he's like a wily character, isn't he? He's not like yeah. A, yeah. And he's tested all over the place at the same rate as anyone else. But no one seems to be accusing him. He's not. Mm. He has bad days. When Sagan starts days. winning stage races, then I'd be like, no, fuck this. It's also it's, it's the way he rides and the way he yeah, he's well. clever. He's you not can like, see yeah. his tactics. Yeah. Yeah. you can see yeah. he's manipulated the situation. He's not winning yeah. purely on strength and fitness. You're not fucking demolishing guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you won't see that for, you don't even know he's racing for four and a half hours. And in the last eight seconds of the race, he's he, he wins a race. So. No, that guy is amazing. Yeah, all chance. Um, yeah, to me, uh, I think the bottom line is the rules are the issue and compliance to the rules. Mm. But caffeine is recognized as the most one of the best performance enhancing mm. substances you can take and mm. we all take it we, everyone takes it because it gives you a kick yeah and we are addicted to it people are addicted to it if you took caffeine for someone who doesn't ever drink coffee and say oh this tastes lovely people don't think it tastes lovely but it's an acquired taste yeah, yeah. but why did they take it off the band list is the question i ask and i think it comes back <coughs> down to a bigger issue which is one of money and control and sponsorships and caffeine being the second most traded commodity in the world, how do they tell any person competing in sports you're not allowed more than one cup of coffee? 
After, yeah, what is it? After oil? Yeah. Oil is the most traded. Caffeine, uh, coffee beans is the second. Beans, so so um, it's a massive growing aspect. And then the, there were all the coffee sponsors and everything in the, in the world for all these different sports. Yeah, yeah. And they're pushing for the guys. So it's just the same as gun laws in America. Um, and sport and drug testing and all the rest of it is what is the, what is the money driver behind any of these things? Is there really that much damage that a cyclist can do to the image of another person because they are a so-called cheat? Who are they cheating? What are they cheating? Are they cheating anything? Yeah. So everyone's on there cheating. Yeah. Are the are the the gambling industry, those that are betting on it, um, any uh, any controlling type bodies who think they have some sort of but it's, it's kind of the principle it? of it though. It's like people don't want somebody to win and to succeed. If they've stepped outside the rules, whatever those random yeah, whatever the rules are. Yeah. yeah. So if you extrapolate from there, it may be a cycling race, it may be not paying your tax, it might be society agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are the rules, this is what we think is fair, even if it is completely random and arbitrary. It's, what's a Plato thing that goes on? The Republic? Yeah. Have you read it? No. About twenty years ago, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the whole idea is uh, the sets of rules. That you need to operate to in society, <coughs> and the same thing goes on here. But my, my problem with it is that the rules don't apply consistently or uniformly. They are applied by different people with influence at that moment. Mm. And I, I still sit in fear that I'm going to go to a race having had some cough mixture for having a f- cold, and now the drug testing is so widespread that they could call my name up. And at that point whatever I think I am as an ex-cyclist or whatever in small little South Africa and not even a race winner, I'm now a cheat because I took cough mixture now. But then you could always just relinquish your 61st place and say, it's fine, and give the prize money back and then you'd be fine. <laughs> well, you know what happened to Stuart House and he, he runs Revolution Cycles in Dubai, who's yeah. also a Madrid Country Cyclist member and he was doing the Epic a few years ago. Mm. And you can get over-the-counter tablets in the buyer that have um, testosterone in it. Seriously? Yeah, over the counter. That and, was yeah, so, cool. and he took it. He took it knowing. And he was coming 480th out of 600 and yeah. just trying to finish every single day and he got tested. Sure. And they gave him a two-year ban. Seriously? So a two-year ban. But this now seriously affects him because he, he runs a couple of the biggest races in the Middle East. He is the cons consultant to the government for all events around cycling and triathlon mm. etc and it, it seriously affected his lifestyle it's unbelievable yeah you know, and all he's trying to do is finish the day each day mm. and most of these guys who are taking the stuff in the vets category are just trying to finish they're trying to beat their mate they're not actually trying to yeah you know, i mean I've system, got a know? little bit of sympathy for yeah. him but not a lot though because he is trying to cheat the system the, he's the, trying, the, the rule is that you do this take race it. and yeah, and he, he knowingly yeah. took so something that he shouldn't have taken. The, the, drug, the drug was knowingly taken or not because of the testosterone in it or whether it was said, someone said, take this because it's good for you. And, and that, it's still his fault. It's, it, yeah. it is his fault. Under the rules, he, he did break it. Um, has he really like, done What harm has he done? Yeah. No, mm. that, that to me, is, is fickle law. The spirit of the law and letter of the law Two different things. Yeah. Two different things. Yeah, I think. But the thing is also, I mean, I suppose the argument there is that it's a trickle 
or you will become a, a flow. So you let this guy get away with that, and then slowly, slowly, over a period of time, you know, things become more and more lax. You know, it, it, it's tricky. So they want to like draw that line and say, no, that's it. Others. I've got um, so this interesting thing. This um, how adverse, and we've spoken about this a few times. Maybe you guys will see. Uh, adversity creates success. <coughs> so how when bad shit happens to you in your life, that's that, that struggle, the struggle to get through that creates, um, uh, makes, makes your life better uh, in the long run. You know? So you really had to struggle, really had to, you know, you were suffering and suffering, but then that made you a stronger person at the end of the day. And um, I wanted to relate that to our, our kids. And like I know, like my, my parents grew up uh, super poor. Right, they and they had they had to struggle, they had to struggle, they had to struggle, and then eventually they become became successful. Now that means that I was mainly raised as um, with, without that much like legitimate like existential struggle, um, and because let's just say that I'm moderately successful now, my daughter is going to be raised uh, without much actual real struggle. So like. Do you see what I'm trying to say here? Like, yeah. how, like how is she going to be successful? You know, so we need to, I think we need to replace those real struggles with other struggles, like maybe sporting struggles, you know, or um, challenges that make you a bigger, per, a better person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I agree. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. Need, we need adversity to get somewhere in life. Yeah. You, you just do. Yeah. Same as training. Yeah. Put yourself under stress to get adaptation. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. that. Exactly that. Stress loading. There's no adaptation. Yeah, yeah. physically and mentally. Yeah. yeah. That's why there's no escaping hard work mm. in training. And, and nor should you want to escape it. Which relates no, back to taking. Yeah. 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 Which goes back to cheating in sport and taking drugs. It's, it's just not getting on with the suffering. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of them, mm. they don't get on with that sort of time they need to put into. So I was listening to a, a, a podcast this morning, and the guy was talking about he, he was blown up an IED in Afghanistan, I think, and he was talking about um, struggle and how you can live way down and whatever, and he say, so you pick up a barbell and you're going to do a, a shoulder press, and if you just pick up that bar and it's heavy and you just stand and you do nothing, it gets heavier and it gets heavier and heavier, and eventually lying flat on the ground with this big heavy weight in your chest and you do nothing, do nothing, and it's destroyed you, it's crushing you, or you pick up that barbell and you push it up over here, and then you adapt and you get a bit stronger. Mm. And then the next time you can do it oh, you twice, and then three times. Yeah. And eventually, you look forward to it, because you can do it better, and you seek out mm. a heavier weight and a bigger challenge. Yeah. And you become a better, stronger person yeah. because of it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, th and the thing is, it's maybe, I think, you know, so, no names mentioned, but certain people, like in, in, raising, in raising humans, you don't want to give a, a child everything that's at once or make everything easy for it. You actually need to make things difficult for that child. Yeah. Because then it will not, not impossible so it fails from the start. I mean, you need to, but you do need to challenge that child and make it suffer sometimes to, for, for, for its good later in life. And right? at least and do you want to make it suffer or do you just want to not always remove the suffering? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I just, child, yeah right? no, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But it's quite weird though as well. Like, make, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I think we're almost born with an innate inclination to persevere. And then that, that's slowly drawn out of us. Like when all, mm -hmm. our kids are born, they 
try and talk and they can't. And they try and they try and they try and they're they try. Stubborn and they're stubborn They are stubborn. Mm. And they're trying to walk and they fall over and they bash their heads and they bash mm. their knees. But eventually you all learn to walk. Yeah. But then, as you get a little bit older, kids realize they can communicate, they can talk properly, they can ask for help. And they say, yeah, I yeah. can't do this, please help me. Whereas two years earlier, they could have they had to do it. They just had yeah. to. They would try and try and try and try and try and eventually mm. get it done. And you love your child, so you want to help it. So when yeah. you ask for help, you help it, which yeah. is not necessarily always the right course of action, right? Yeah. She must, he or she must learn to do that themselves. Yeah. Assuming it's not something crazy, but yeah. And I mean, they can learn to do it with your assistance, obviously, mm. or you can teach you them. You can just leave them and do it. Mm. And I guess as a parent, you need to figure out which is going to be the best for your for your kid. I guess, and it, is this kid going to be able to figure that out, or does yeah. it need a bit of a push or whatever? So. And obviously, there there's a bit of a balance as well. You don't want your kid to learn through trial and error that electricity is dangerous. Is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You need to draw the fucking line, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, there's, there's a point out of that where it goes to the individual and that child becomes an adult. And what is life like for that adult? Has it become an easy one? Are they using that, that natural ability to take on adversity? Or are they just sitting back and dealing with life? Mm. You know, people sit back and just deal heavy, with life. What's like the whole point of life though? Is the whole point oh, to make I know Jesus how did this <laughs> about as well. But, <laughs> I mean if the point is to make our lives better and the planet better and people better mm. for us now and for future generations and whatever, then don't you wanna make do you wanna make things easier? Or is that what humanity's been doing all along? But that's kind of yeah, where I'm hitting. What is it? It's like yeah. We're trying to make things problem. easier, but we want to have some adversity yeah. to, yeah, I don't know. It's and that, now we've got people living longer than ever with less problems and more comfortably than ever. And they, are we striving for less or are we striving for more? I don't know. Um, we mm -hmm. definitely have more opportunities than we ever did before. For sure. But we do have closing in on 8 billion, billion, 8 billion people on mm -hmm. this planet consuming everything. Mm -hmm. we're, we're a plague of locusts. And what are we actually setting up for our future? Mm. What are we setting up for our kids' futures? The next round of the next generation, yeah. what are they heading for? What do they have to deal with? I wonder what they will think of us in 50 years. You know, what a bunch of dursas. If I can really solve us down the river. And that's all we got time for. So, uh, yeah, until the next one.